Welcome everyone to the Cambly Community Podcast with your host, Neil Raybrook Tidy. with Mike. We're having a little cup of coffee. We are. The, and we, the, we've got croissants as well. We have. I've eaten mine, so that one's yours. Oh, thank but you. But it's probably the last coffee we're going to be able to have um, for a few weeks, so we'll, we'll have to walk and podcast. Walk and podcast or Zoom and podcast even. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for that one. <laughs> I've not done that before, but we'll see how it goes. Apparently I've got one of those this afternoon, so I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's great. Um, right, I want to talk to you. Last week, okay, um, the, um, you had a phone call from Karen. From I did. Just Chloe and Sophie's Specialty Fund. Yeah, from okay. Just for Kids. Yep. Just for Kids. And um, that was what, on Wednesday, was it, or Thursday? No, it was on the Friday. <laughs> on the Friday. and basically... Friday at the end of half term. And Karen said to me, she said, Mike, free uh, kids' school meals, any ideas? And I said, I said we'll do something. Uh, what, what, what should we do? Should we do hot meals? Should we do this? She said, yeah, that'd be cool. And I said, and we can join up with you and old Dean. Yeah, 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 that's cool. We agreed it, <laughs> and then, and, and and then, then it mushroom clouded. Yeah, and then and then you sort of posted on the High Cross um, staff, um, and you dealt with Sam, who is the family children yep. and families worker. Sam's our children and family worker who just took it on board, loved it, and organised it all, didn't she? She did, and then Sam didn't sleep for like seven days, no. basically. <laughs> and and it was wonderful because I think in all, nearly every day, over two hundred mouths were fed across Surrey Heath yes. between the various projects with some amazing donations coming into High Cross mm. of food. Um, so we were able to support just for kids with the packed lunches they did as well as providing hot meals from High Cross for takeaway yeah. for families. And because of the wonderful donations, just the, the sheer volume of food that came in. Well, it was, I was there, I was there all week actually helping um, collate and, and with sort things yeah. out. And the Monday to Monday happened, and food just started mounting. In. Yeah, it was just, um, yeah, it was just amazing. The sheer volume that came in, we were able to give um, each family that we'd had in, an interaction with um, a food box, a food parcel at the end of the week to take away to keep them going over the weekend. I hope they love pasta and rice. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of pasta and rice, but actually, you can't go wrong with pasta and rice, and um, no. it's certainly appreciated. It doesn't go off, and I think. At these times of the new lockdown, anything you've got in your store cupboard's quite helpful. Yes. So. Yeah. And but it it was an amazing week, and the families were just so grateful. The uh, what amazed me, okay, was uh, it was it, it was totally different when High Cross was used as sorry prepared. Obviously, it was all going out from there, yeah. and people were coming in, and it was it was all the main hub. This time, um, people were they had delivery agents coming in. Yeah. To to pick up the food. Um, and now um, I'm going to mention Lisa and Kel, or Kel and Lisa, um, because they did a phenomenal effort. They 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 run Watchits. I was going to say I've never heard of them. Have you never heard of them? <laughs> no, oh, okay. Ke- no. Kel and Lisa, big shout out to you guys. Yes, absolutely wonderful people. So supportive of the people of Watchits, and salt of the earth. Absolute salt of the earth. Well, they said you, uh, I got a text off you saying, can you get some volunteers? I text Lisa, within about 15 minutes, she had texted back 
a complete rundown, right? Monday, so and so's coming in, Tuesday, so and so's coming in. And it was like, it was just absolutely instantaneous. Absolute stars. And I think the nice thing with it, again, was because we ran it from High Cross, it was totally non political. Yeah. Um, it really saddens me that people make political. Um, gains attempt to use things for political gains and it's really sad yeah. especially when it's a basic need of some kids are hungry and yet there's all those questions of shouldn't they put money to one side shouldn't they have seen this coming da 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 I've seen all the comments yeah. but actually ultimately if children are hungry feed let's them. feed them yes and let's get on with it rather than having this huge political argument of whether it's right or not and um, I'm just delighted we were able to yet again uh, help those that were in need. We are, and we had a we had one mother turn up, um, and she turned up. I think she turned up on the Monday, and then we didn't see her for a few days. And she, th- she, because she thought that they, she could only come once. So oh, it's gosh. quite it's quite simple that the message was getting out there, but we need to change the message, and we just need to feed. If people yeah. are hungry during these times, yeah, then you know, come and ask, come and ask. And I think this is you know it leads really well into the announcement that happened on Saturday actually with. Um, it's not unexpected, we weren't blinkered, mm. the, the second national lockdown, which is so different to the first one. Um, I don't know about you out there, there seems to be a level of anger at it, but it's not anger at the lockdown, it's anger at the government for their um, confused messages and mixed messages that are getting out there, because you're locked down but you're not locked down, you can do this but you can't do that, it's so confusing, but it feels so different to the last time, people aren't panicking. They're not panicking. I because mean, I, we know it was coming. Yeah, I mean, I, we went to Costco, we had to go and get some toilet, we'd run out of toilet rolls. I just like so to you say weren't that. stockpiling? We weren't stockpiling, okay. but... You do um, have three teenagers in there. I know, I so, know. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, um, well, my wife would say four teenagers, including okay. me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so the, the two-sheet rule doesn't work? <laughs> no, it doesn't, okay, no. Um, so, uh, but um, my wife had to queue round the block, uh, and when she actually got in there, there wasn't any toilet rolls. So, but I think that was just that day just to it's, panic because now it seems to be quite it's leveled itself I went to it Tesco's does. the other day yeah well, the frozen aisle wasn't looking that good but everything else fresh fruit well I've just been into Lidl this morning first yeah. thing because um, needed a couple of things and the shelves were full mm. you're fully laden we went into the Lidl at Blackwater on Monday night because our freezer was empty so we <laughs> needed to go and buy some bits and uh they had everything that you needed. The we only thing is sponsorship from Lidl. I you mention them every time. I know. I love Lidl. That's because I lived in Germany for eight years. Um, I thought you'd paused us then. No, I haven't paused yet. It's your volume. You keep going up and down. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, they um, when we went in on Monday night, they'd run out. The bread stocks were low and fresh fruit and veg were low. But it was nine o'clock at night we went in because mm. we wanted it to go in when it was quieter. So actually, it's good that those stocks have run low at the end of a day because that's how a supermarket should work. And Lidl, both Lidl and Aldi, they, they work on fresh, they fresh produce. So. They bring stuff in every day. Yeah. They don't have it sat there. It's just... It's wonderful, and I think there is, a, 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 I can't think of the word, but there is less of a panic this time. It's not a sudden unexpected thing. Last time, you know, it was Sunday the 15th of March. I remember we'd not really thought or heard of what coronavirus was. Yeah. And then by the Thursday, we were locked down. <laughs> so it was kind of, ah, an yeah. absolute panic. And, you know, Sue, my wife, said she came back, she'd been to visit a family, um, and she came back that Sunday night as I was sat in the kitchen with somebody talking about um, how we reach out to the community and what we do, and that yeah. became Surrey Heath Prepared, and um, because there was a real deep need. 
Whereas this time, people are prepared, they've had time to get ready, they've set up online pharmacy deliveries, the pharmacies are ready, the supermarkets have more slots. Um, but yeah, there will still, will still be people in need. And the council this week's made it really clear that they're there for people. So if you need help, ring the council on 707-100 and they'll put you in touch. They, they've got the Meals on Wheels services <clears throat> been ramped up to help people. They're ready to do referrals. If people want to volunteer, go to Voluntary Support North Surrey's website mm. um, and register. They've got a COVID-19 volunteers tab and they'll pass people on to charities. It's all set up. And you know, we've said at High Cross, worst case scenario, you don't know who to call. Give us a ring at High Cross on 66798. <laughs> I had to think about that one. 66798 and we'll point you in the right direction. Yes. But there is certainly not the need in the community to do what we did last time we saw Heath prepared. No. It's, it's um, everything has been bolstered wonderfully yeah. through, the, through the generosity of the, the, you know the local people. You're becoming a sort of little celebrity, aren't you, in Cambly? I noticed a little video that you and Al <laughs> posted. Uh, when was that? That was, that was Sunday. That was Sunday. Um, Sunday standing, evening. Social distancing, standing outside High Cross Church. Um, a nice camera work, Al. It was. It was very good. I'm <laughs> was glad it I had a spur at the moment, by it, any chance. It, I'm glad I had my selfie <laughs> stick. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was uh, doing the two meters distance was hilarious, and Al was kind of moving the stick. You can't see me. It's like radio, isn't it? You can't see me doing the hand movements of him moving the stick. Um, but it worked really well, and yes. I think it's like us chatting. Myself and I'll just get on, and we were able to just work and get that message out there. And we've had how many hits did you say we've had? Last time it was six point four k. Six and a half thousand. That's amazing. That is that is amazing. And literally, there's no boost on it. It's just got oh no, we didn't boost. We didn't boost it. No. <laughs> no. And it's it's just good. And that message has got out there that the community's here to support you, but it's very different. Mm. It is very different, and that's good. And I know lots of people are saying they're taking this four weeks as an opportunity just to reset a bit. To, yeah. Um, to chill a bit it's like a, a, a pre-Christmas holiday isn't it I, I know it's really bad because people are still working people are still going to school people are still going to college you know uh, we're still doing and I think that's doing. the confused thing isn't it with the mixed messages from government you do everything else but you just can't go shopping yeah and it's a, I, I really feel for the retailers and I really you know part of my role is looking after the town centre mm. and you walk round where well, I've walked round oh, yes. and I really feel for the retailers so Monday, a big shout out to you guys yeah Monday there was like a big black cloud over Camberley where obviously they, people knew yep. that by the end of the week it's going to be a bit of a ghost town well yesterday I went into uh, walk through and it was like a fist fight. Anybody would have thought it was Black Friday because the amount of people doing the Christmas shopping yeah. was unbelievable. And it was just wonderful. And it had a real buzz about the town. Um, but And I, I'd imagine today will be the same, Wednesday will be the same. But it's just that real... I just feel sorry for the retailers and because mm. the rules are so confused. Um, but Christmas isn't cancelled. Church isn't cancelled. It's just... No. Uh, you know, church carries on. It's not about a building, it's about people. Yeah. Christmas isn't about the biggest present you can give. It's about um, just sharing with others. Sharing and, a family. And, and that might be via Zoom, it might yeah. be via a phone call. You don't have to get together and eat, you know, um, a kilo of turkey each. You, it's just about spending that time. And certainly the Rotary Club of Surrey Heath mm. um, are planning on doing a, a Zoom call on Christmas Day yeah. um, for those that might be lonely. 
at Christmas. So, you know, don't eat your meal on, on air, but um, the idea is that you can have... That'd you know, be a bit embarrassing, a, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, a glass of sherry or a glass of wine and just chat to other people on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, and we'll be putting that out soon, which is really exciting. We will, yes, that's that'll be going out on, dare say, on all the on all the basic uh, yeah. platforms. So, okay, so we've, we've, we've done, we've ticked, we've done, we've done COVID. We're, yeah. We're not going to talk about the American election, which is, <laughs> which is ongoing at this precise moment. Time. So it's a bit like um, juggling balls, isn't it? Oh, that's probably the wrong analogy. <laughs> I like it's a bit like spinning plates. It's a bit like the Keystone Cops. <laughs> that's it. I prefer that one to mine. It's the that's Keystone Cops, yeah. basically. I've got more votes. No, I've got, got more votes. votes. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got more. And then someone falls off the back of the wagon, they get back on again. Oh, and it's it, just, you know, oh, yeah. who, who knows? <laughs> and I think the reality with it is it's, it makes a mockery of democracy, but it also shows that um, democracy is now played out in the media spotlight so much more than it was even five years ago, uh, you know, ten years ago. And um, I'll be honest and say, I'm just glad we don't have to do that. I'm so glad that we, you know, we have a constitutional monarchy and actually it's just left be. I know, the thing is that they've only got two candidates to vote for. Over here you have like four or five. Yeah. Over there, well, well, over here you vote for the party and you vote for MP, the party, don't yes. you? You don't vote for a president or no. a prime minister. Um, yeah, so it's uh, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> moving on, moving <laughs> on. Ali, my son last night, um, we asked to explain the um, uh, the whole American system and how it works, and I started going, okay, now I understand it. <laughs> it was great. So, um, okay, let's talk about this weekend. Yes, Which so Remembrance Sunday. Oh my goodness, what a farce that's been as well, hasn't it? You know, Remembrance Parades are the on or the off. Well, it's quite simple. There isn't a formal Remembrance Parade because, um, for safety reasons, the RBL has cancelled all its mm -hmm. parades, which is really wise. So we don't have big crowds. But Remembrance isn't cancelled. No. So people can still remember. Yes. Um, and if you want to join a Remembrance service, um, we've got one on Facebook Live that will start at half past 10 on Sunday. Uh, and it's the High Cross service. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be me, unfortunately, sorry everyone. But it's our, our act of remembrance within the church. It's just me and a camera. Um, and that'll work really well. And then what I'm gonna do is encourage people, as has been the national thing, at 11 o'clock, yeah. um, I'll have, I'm earning a lot today. I don't you know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Um, you're actually thinking about what you're saying. Yeah, I don't normally, I know, I normally just fill that with space rather yeah. than an urn. So apologies, everyone. So on Sunday at 11 o'clock, we'll have the bugle call, the, yeah. the last post. And then I will invite people to go on the doorstep and to st stand for two minutes in silence. Mm -hmm. And then when the, you hear the rouse, reveille, come back in and the service will carry on. The plan, uh, the service is going to be about why we remember. Yeah. Because we've done the anniversaries the last couple of years, but it's that question of why we remember. Mm -hmm. And for me, who served for several years, it has a different poignancy. And I want to talk about some of that in the service and what it's like for those who serve and have served to remember. Because of course, Remembrance Service was started because of the Great War, yep. World War II. <coughs> Excuse World, me, World War One. World War One. But now there is so many other um, conflicts that it's, yeah. is, it, is it a celebration? It's, it's a celebration? It's, is it's it? a commemoration. Um, it's commemoration. And it's, you know, we should never celebrate war because no. it's, 
the most heinous thing that happens. It's it's the failure of every level of diplomacy. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> excuse me. It's a, a failure of diplomacy. So it's certainly not something to celebrate. And yeah. the, the only people that win in war are the arms dealers. Yeah. Uh, uh, nobody else wins. The, the soldiers, the cost of those that die, the cost of those that take the wounds back with them, both seen and unseen, the cost to families of service personnel, the cost of civilians caught up with it. Yeah. War, having served in two war zones, is not nice. Nah. It's terrifying. And war is just, yeah, it's not something to be glorified at all. And we should always strive for peace. And that's why in our remembrance services, we have an act of commitment to work for peace. Yeah. And that's so important. We should avoid conflict at all costs. The reality is, having served, Sometimes there is no choice. Yeah. And sometimes armed forces have to be used to create peace. So the aim of the army is to preserve peace using force if necessary. Yeah. And there's certainly some conflicts where that's been necessarily necessary, like in Kosovo, where there was genocide and the, the military was used to, to stop the killing of innocent civilians. Yeah. And there's lots on online about just war theory, mm -hmm. but actually it's using your armed forces protect a nation and I think this is where the armed forces has come into its own uh, in the last few years with the the support to our own nation our own communities in flood relief in during this pandemic in rolling out the the test and trace facilities to begin with in providing support in the Nightingale hospitals yeah in building the Nightingale hospitals in driving ambulances in doing the key things where it was needed support that's what a military should be used for just as much as bearing arms in places that most of us would not well, like they are to go. Protecting, they, are, they are protecting our nation, aren't they? Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's that basic um, role of the forces to protect the nation. And I have to say, you know, I left after a few years, I really did enjoy my time. Yeah. And I'd encourage people, you know, this Sunday, whether you think we should remember or not it's not about war it's about those that are caught up in war mm. those that have worn the uniform their families yeah. the innocent civilians caught up in it and that's what the red pop is about it's to remind us that blood has been shed and actually to say let's do everything we can not to allow it to be shed again yeah i mean uh, <coughs> excuse me the, the the most poignant moment for me is uh, is blackadder that last scene oh. Where they go now there's, there's a story behind that you've told me this before so do please tell me it again right. basically when the idea was that they were going to run over the top there would be yeah. flashbangs and things like that going on um there's smoke um and they couldn't see what was literally what was going to happen so what happened was um you had rowan atkinson uh um oh, i'm trying to think baldrick of yeah baldrick yeah yeah so you had blackadder <laughs> baldrick and uh, a few others went over the top yeah. Um, and these flashes were going off, these bangs were going off, and uh, the director shouted, cut, retake, reset. And at that point, Ron Atkinson stood up and said, we're not doing that again. Yeah. I have to say, it, for me, it is one of the most poignant scenes 
in TV history. Well, what they did was they sent it to the, the BBC people yeah. and said, work with this, and that's what they came up with. It, I have to say, it's phenomenal. It is. It's an iconic scene, and I used it a few years ago in a remembrance service, and you had people who didn't know whether they should laugh at it, so they started laughing, because mm. it is funny. It mm. is absolutely hilarious. <clears throat> Until the end. Until the end, And yes. then all you can do is cry. Yeah. It's just such an iconic scene. It's wonderful. It doesn't glorify war. It says how awful war is. Yeah. And it shows for me the real trench humour that those that serve have. Yeah. It is that that crass, um, blunt humour. Um, I remember being in Iraq and uh, the, the, there was a bang because we had incoming fire. And uh, I remember hitting the, the deck of the, the cabin we were in. And a chap called Tiny, which gives you an idea of his size. Huge, was it? Yeah, huge. <laughs> um, was, we were lay on the floor giggling, and he said to me, he said, I don't know if that was close or it was me hitting the deck. <laughs> and, uh, and then he said, oh, he said, we were going to get takeout pizza. What are we going to do now? <laughs> and it, it was just a giggle. And we had yeah. another one that I went into the guard tent. <laughs> it was a tent. And... The guy that was there said to me, right, Padre, um, can you stop coming in here? He said, because every time you come in here, we get a mortar attack. <laughs> <laughs> and we just lay on the floor giggling. You don't want to be the bad, the bad person there. No, but it was just, luck. but it's the humour. It's that, that crass trench humour yeah. that gets you through it. Because those, you know, you, you mentioned Blackadder, those in the trenches at the time knew in their heart of hearts, they were, they were doomed. If yeah. they survived that, it would have been a miracle. And I think that is the, um, the reality of it. Yeah. Um, war has changed so much. It's just as terrifying, but in a different way. And we do have to remember, it's not just those that died on the battlefield, but lots of men's, and it was men's in the First World War and mm. the Second World War, souls died as well. Yeah. You know, and now we see that in the armed forces, that those that served, men and women, um, of all faiths, of all backgrounds, of all sexualities, their souls are destroyed because of what they've seen and what they've dealt with in war. And I talked a couple of weeks ago about PTSD. Yes. And certainly part of me was left behind and the same person never comes back that goes away. And I've seen young lads get on a plane and fly to Iraq and Afghanistan. I've been with them. Mm. And the person that comes back six months it's later totally is an adult. Yeah. Is a totally different person. Yeah. You know, I think the, the comment somebody said, you, you see children go away on a plane and adults come back or you see boys go on a plane and men come back it's just that change is phenomenal yeah um so you know do be patient with veterans and i think it's really important to remember especially at this time with uh bonfire night being so close to remembrance day every time i hear a bang my the hair stand up on my the back in my neck because it yeah. brings back certain thoughts just think about how it affects people yeah because it really does cause a huge amount of trauma yeah. Um, because it's memories that you've unintentionally suppressed. Yes, yeah. Um, um, the, I mean, obviously, the other thing is <clears throat> Remembrance Day is on the 11th. It is. Are you doing anything special for Remembrance Day? Um, I will uh, be pausing at yeah. 11 o'clock and remembering there's going to be a live stream on the Surrey Heathborough Council mm -hmm. uh, Facebook and YouTube sites. Please watch out for that at 11 o'clock of the Mayor Lena Reith at the War Memorial here in Camberley. Yeah. Um, and we'll put it on the High Cross one as well. So please do do that. And I'd encourage people again at 11 o'clock on Armistice Day, the 11th of November, to stand on your doorsteps for two minutes. 
yeah. to pause and remember. And I'm going to talk on Sunday about what goes through my mind in that two minutes. So I'm not going to say it now, but it's 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 an in, it, 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 it's a two minutes that are so long. That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Mike. No problem. Thank you. And uh, we will um, so, well. We'll see you on Zoom or on Yeah, we'll catch up again. I, at least I won't have to buy a croissant that time. I know. It'd be fun. We could each have croissants, but eat, eat them while we're going. We'll just have to buy our own. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Neil. Right, thank you. Great Bye-bye. to chat. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cambly Community Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.